Blazer fans, welcome back to another episode of the Blazer Victory Podcast. This is your co-host, John Duncan, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Steve Irvine. And I know we said that we were going to let you guys wait until next week to uh, hear our uh, thoughts on the 2021 UAB defense, but Steve and I, we just decided, hey, we wanted to go ahead and get this out to you guys before fall camp starts. So, Steve, buddy, how are you doing this evening, man? I'm doing good, man. Just, uh, just counting. Uh, got my countdown clock still going. <laughs> just, just wait, waiting for this thing to start. Yes. Well, let's go. Well, we'll go ahead and just dive in with you guys um, on the defense for our UAB Blazers. And I'm not going to make the mistake like I did this past episode. <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about yeah. those big, ugly, nasties up front on the defensive line. And Steve, I mean, where do we even start? I mean, the de- it, there's just so much, much depth on that defensive line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think we start with with the depth and also just the versatility. I mean, I think that's what's made uh, this defense so good over the you know since since the return is is just the versatility and it's the different things that um, you know David Reeves and and Bill Clark and the defensive staff have have been able to do you know with with the versatility. I mean, they give they just give you so many different looks, you know, and. Um, you know, it, it all starts with those guys up front. I mean, they might, you know, you might be you know, two down linemen and, and, or there might be three down linemen, there might be four, you know, um, just so they give you all these different looks and you can't do that if you're not deep up front, you know, I mean, you, you right. just, just uh, you know, they're just, um, but my goodness, they, uh, you know, when, when you lose, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to steal from, from, uh, you know, a, a Blazer fan, but, uh, you know when Tony Fair transfers to Auburn um, because yeah. he's worried about playing, worried about playing time at UAB. That that says a lot, you know. Um, right. And that was um, that was a line stolen from William Kennedy, that, you know, online. But but I mean it's true. I mean you know you have, um, you know you just you, you hate to you hate to put it this way, but when I heard Tony Fair was was uh, was transferring. I just kind of shrugged, you know, like, oh, okay, right. well, there you go. You know, and, and he's talented and he's very good. And he was been, he's very good for UAB, but that's just how good they are up front, you know, and, and that's nothing against Tony Fair because I think he's a super player, oh, but yeah. I did, I just kind of shrugged and I'm like, okay, well, I plug in the next guy and our next two and guys and, next and, man and, up. Yeah. and let's go, you know, and, um, you know, I mean, honestly, he wasn't—he wasn't the best interior lineman they had last year. I mean, no. performance-wise, and he's darn good. So that—that that just shows how good they are up front. Um, you know, I think—I um, mean, to me, it's hard. You know, I mean, it's hard to say it's there. Starts so many places up front, but you know, I, I think Antonio Moultrie. Yeah, you got to start in, there. Yeah. Oh, in the spring, I thought he was—he was sensational, and I thought he was very good last year too. And I mean, he was honorable, honorable mention all conference and. Um, I thought he was tremendous last year, but I just thought in the spring he was dominant. You know, I mean, he was he was really really good. I think he started with him and and, and Tyree Turner, who's who's uh, you know I, I think he might be in his seventh year uh, in college. <laughs> yeah. He's at least his sixth year. I think he might be in his seventh. But yeah. you know, you start with those guys. You know, in in the middle as far as interior stuff, you start with those guys, and um, you know, and then from there you kind of you kind of build around them. You know, I, I think. You know, I mean, guys, you know, with with the loss of, or Tony Fair leaving, it gives a guy like, um, you know, well, obviously Fish McDaniels is, um, is uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Fish McWilliams has, has um, you know, he's he's shown he's capable and he's he's probably was as, as productive and not more productive in, in there. So he's going to have a, 
expanded role, but it also gives guys like uh, uh, Kevin Penn. You know, I mean, Kevin yeah. Penn's a guy that I think is really, really talented. He just hadn't had a chance to get the reps, you know, and, and it gives him a chance to get more reps. You know, Michael Fairbanks inside. I mean, you saw, you know, Michael Fairbanks will probably play the, you know, one of the outside positions. Uh, but, but, you know, he's kind of a versatile guy that can go back and forth. But Cario Stanley's a guy that, that, has you know really hasn't um he's he's really taken advantage of every every chance he's he's got you know i mean he comes in there and he makes plays um you know tylen jones was you know he played in the rice game and i think he's a guy that's going to be well he played in the last two games but i think he's got guys kind of have gets you need to get some staff snaps and then montage cook you know the freshman from uh we're up naming a second year guy from thompson yeah. You know, I think he's a guy that might get some snaps now too. And I tell you, one guy inside that I think that I'm really excited about that we didn't get to see last year, but I think the coaches think he could be pretty special is is Isaiah Forte. I oh, mean, yes. I think he's, I mean, he's he's a big time. I mean, I think he's going to be. He just, you know, last year he got banged up and and just wasn't wasn't able. I think he might have played in, in one game, but but you know, he didn't get a chance to really show what he's capable of. And you know, he's a guy that's going to you know get some snaps. So I mean, you know, we just we just named six, six or seven, seven guys, <laughs> and, and we're just talking about the interior right now. And we're not even talking about the versatility of, you know, an Alex Wright or the, the, vers- edge, right. yeah, the versatility of a Justin Thomas. I mean, because not only they're an edge, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see Alex Wright spend most of his season with his hand on the ground, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, because he's that versatile. Now, he can do both. I think Justin Thomas can do both. Justin Thomas has his hand on the ground in high school a lot. And I think he did at LSU some. So, you know, you got those guys that, you know, that's the type of thing that you have with this defense. You have guys that can, uh, you know, come inside, go outside. Uh, you know, it depends what, what they're, what they're looking at and what they, what they're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you just move those guys around and that, I mean, and we haven't even, you know, talked about the outside guys, you know, the Kelly Sanders, right. you know, who's, who, who to me was the other guy in the spring, well, the three, the three that to me that really jumped out up front in the spring were Justin Thomas, Kelly Sanders, and, you know, and um, and Antonio Moultrie. I mean, I thought they were the three. Kelly Sanders um, in the scrimmage I saw and um, and in the spring game to me was unblockable. And, you know, and I said I said this in the spring game too. I was getting because he's he's number two and Justin Thomas is number one, and and I had in my head I had him being opposite. And I think the first sack that Kelly Sanders had in the uh, in the in the spring game, I think I, I said on the radio that it was Justin Thomas. And when, I, when when you can when you when you mistake somebody for Justin Thomas, that's saying a lot. You know, hey, I mean, you're right. I mean, those, those two guys are both almost interchangeable as as as, as far as um, production. And um, you know, and and Kelly Sanders has that same look as um, as Jordan Smith did. You know, and, you know, big, tall, long arm guy who just gets after you on the outside. And, you know, and we haven't even seen Jalen Mayala, you know, the transfer um, from Indiana. From Indiana, yeah. Who's wearing 22 that Jordan Smith wore. And, and you know, he's 6'5", 250. And so he's really similar, similar build. I mean, we haven't even seen him yet. You know, so we, we're going in, you know, you're excited as heck about what you have and you hadn't even seen him. You know, that's, so that's what we're talking about here. We're just talking about a deep, a deep, versatile, talented, experienced, um, you know, a, that a, just a group that you, you, you know, you know, for a fact you can win with. And, and it's just going to be, it's going to be hard for the coaches for, for, um, 
Kyle Tatum and Nick Gentry and, you know, and the, and, and David Reeves to figure out who's in there, you know, because yeah. Yeah, cause they all, they all need snaps. So, you know, but that's a good problem to have now. And, uh, you know, that way, if there's, if there's some injuries, excuse me, if there's some injuries, you know, they, they, they've got plenty of depth. And right. so it's going to, it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, I think it's, um, it's, uh, it's just a, a group that's, you know, again, you're going to, you, you will, you, you're going to win with. I mean, there's no doubt. Oh, yeah. And, you know, most of these guys, are, all these guys really could go, especially in Conference USA, go to another team, you know, and start right away. I mean, the, we are so oh, yeah. loaded on the defensive line, you know, and, and the offensive line, obviously, which we mentioned, you know, in our last episode. But real quick, Steve, I want to go back to Justin Thomas and just, you know, we heard great things during practice last year that, you know, he was just. Yeah phenomenal in practice i just can't wait to see this guy you know actually you know get on the field in green and gold and uh play 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 against the other team yeah i mean because you're talking about a, a guy who's you know he's six five two seventy probably in that area um runs it just you know is, is really fast and quick and is strong and and just you know just basically unblockable at times and, and you know at, at this level especially i mean he um He's, he's sensational. I mean, and, and we haven't even really seen him full out, you know, and, uh, you know, but when you're, when you're doing some scout team work last year, cause he was able to do some during, you know, during the season um, and you're not being able to be blocked by, by UAB's offensive line, you know, in this conference, that says a lot, you know, I mean, yeah. that, that's a great offensive line. And, um, you know, he was just dominating people. And I, you know, I think it's his size and strength. And, 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 and I think, go back to the versatility thing on him that makes it so good is you can um he's the type of guy that you can put against a weakness on the other side so if 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 if, if, you know if you feel like you have a um an advantage uh in the interior he can put his his hand on the ground and and you know and, and take advantage of a weakness there if you feel like you want him on the outside you know, with his speed and strength on the outside, if they might have a, a matchup thing there, you can put him out there, you know, and I think that's, that's huge. I mean, that's key. Cause there's so many guys, even great guys. I mean, I go back to Tony fair. I mean, Tony fair plays one position. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's it. I mean, you know, and, and, and he's darn good at it, but, but, oh, yeah. but, but, you know, I mean, Justin Thomas, you can move around and, and, and find a weakness there. And, and I think the same thing with Alex, Wright. Alex, Wright To me is, um, I'm just waiting for him to break out. You know, I mean, he's yeah. been very, he's been very good. He's been steady. He's had, he's had some, some sensational moments, but uh, just, uh, I mean, this guy, I mean, he's, he's six, seven, he's two seventy, two seventy five, whatever it is. Um, you're talking about another guy that you can move wherever you need to move him and he can take advantage of, of a matchup problem. So you have two guys there with Justin Thomas and Alex Wright, particularly that you can just move around. And, um, you know, uh, I mean, you, you, you could move them around. Heck, you could move them around every other play. You know, you could have yeah. one place, one play next to something. And I, I just think Alex Wright is, um, you know, if he, if he reaches what he's capable of doing, I mean, I think he, he's, he's an NFL type player, you know, and he just has to, he has to be more steady and less moments, you know. Right. And he will. I mean, I think he will. I just think you know, a lot of times um, it, it's it's hard. To, it's been hard to stand out on this defense because because what they do, you know, I mean, they they it's a defense that's not built for superstars. 
You know, right. I mean, even, even though they have a lot of superstars, but it's built, it's built to have everybody contribute. You know, I mean, there's exactly. so many, you know, there's so many um, defenses that, you know, that are, but I mean, they look, they look for everybody to contribute and, you know, nobody's going to have big numbers. I mean, huge numbers, you know, and, and a lot of that is, um, you know, they're not going to pad their stats like some schools, Mark. Some schools in our conference. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, not going to do that. But, um, but no, I mean, I just think Alex Wright, too, is another guy that's just, um, you know, is, is a stu- superstar in waiting. Yeah, and I was looking real quick because I, I remember seeing Alex Wright, you know, a lot. Um, or at least, you know, in the Marshall game and the championship game around, but he was only credited, but looks like two tackles, but I swear I saw him, um, at least, yeah. you know, on a bunch of other tackles, at least assisting, but he was only credited with looks like two tackles in that game. But I mean, like you said, you know, Alex, Wright. I mean, he's going to be one of those guys to step up, you know, since Jordan Smith is gone. So I definitely expect, uh, great things to have Alex Wright this year. Um, definitely. Mm-hmm. And it looks like, you know, he, I'm trying to remember, was it the Louisiana tech game that he had a really good game? Um, <clears throat> last year, I'm trying yeah, to pull that I don't up. Remember. Yeah, I don't remember uh, what, you know, what game he had his best stat-wise, but, you know, I thought he was very solid all year. Um, yeah, seven, he had seven tackles, yeah, um, against Louisiana Tech, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that was it, yeah. And I know they, they, they had him move inside a lot last year or times last yeah. year and in, inside and outside, and I think that was to take advantage of his – you know, of what he can do. And, and, um, so I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him a lot with his hand on the ground, which is, which is good. You know I mean? I, Cause I think he's strong enough to be inside and, you know, big enough and also big, you know, quick enough and athletic enough to be outside. So, you know, and I think that's going to be a key. I mean, I do think the, the one thing that's since, since the, um, since the return, really the one thing that's made this, this defense so good, especially in their pass rushing is, is the fact that they get such great push inside, you know, and, yeah. you know, I think that that's one thing that they look for, you know, sometimes with blitzing, sometimes just with, with guys getting after it. And that was what, to me, that was what made them in 18. So good. One of the things that made them so good was, you know, you had Marino and rush were, you know, were so good, you know, taking up, taking attention in, in inside and allow those, you know, Trey Crawford and Jamel Garcia Williams and those guys to really get after it on the outside and basically one-on-one type type situations. And so I think that they build so much or they, there's so much attention to putting to, to, to getting the pass rush all the way through that, um, you know, and again, with blitzing sometimes, sometimes it's just guys, personnel you know whatever personnel they have out there so i, I think that that's going to be a key again this year definitely well all right well we'll go ahead and move into the uh linebackers and talk about our linebackers for this year and i guess i just kind of want to start it off can you tell us a little bit about our uh, transfer from west virginia charlie benton you know I, I don't think we saw him in the spring game but you know he practiced a little in the spring um yeah. so can you just tell us a little bit about him steve well, I mean, he runs. I mean, I think that's the one thing that jumps out about him. He, he's he's a lot like Chris Mole as, as far as uh, you know, a guy that can really can really run. You know, I mean, he's he's um, you know, he's a guy that that probably would have had, I think, a better career at West Virginia without his injuries. You know, he was he was yeah. back up most of the time there. He was a starter when he wasn't hurt. But I think that you know, the one thing that um, that that we'll see with him, you know, pretty quickly is is just the fact that he he's a sideline a sideline type. Guy, like kind of like you know, again, like Chris Mole as far as his speed and athleticism. So I think that's the thing that really jumps out at him, about him. 
uh, you know, and, and I think he's, you know, he, he's strong. And, you know, I mean, I think we'll be pleased when, you know, when, when you see him is banged up in the spring. And I, he might have played a little bit. Now. He was dressed for the spring game. I don't remember if he okay. He, he might have. I, I just couldn't yeah. remember if. I think he did. I think he played in the spring game, uh, okay. you know, some, but uh, I don't know. I don't remember how much, but I mean, I think he did. I know the scrimmage I saw, he didn't because he was banged up a little bit, but nothing, you know, wasn't banged up with anything major. He just was, was banged up. But I, you know, I think again, I mean, the thing that he does best uh, is, 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 you know, football instincts and he just runs well. Right. Well, you know, very quickly speaking about Chris Moe, for UAB fans that don't know, you know, they are going to move uh, move him over to the star role um, this year, you know, instead of being a linebacker. But I'm sure most of you guys already know, but for those that don't know, uh, Moe is moving to the star position this year. Well, we think he's moving to the star. Are I mean, we, yeah, we anticipate I mean, that. I mean, that's the one thing I think with with Chris Moe they'll do is, is uh, you know, officially he's a safety. Um, you know, I, I think that they'll move him around a lot. I mean, I think – I thought he was darn good in the middle, but I thought his 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 skills fit best to, to like the star type position. And they do, so I, yeah. I, I think he'll do a lot of, um, you know, I mean, he'll I think he'll be in the star a lot, but I think there's times where he'll be a safety also. I think they're going to move him around to, to where they need him, you know, and I think with his versatility, um, you know, and again, that's what's great about this defense is you, they keep you guessing. I mean, you never right. know what they're going to do. You never know how they're going to line up and, you know, so I think um, officially he's a he's a safety, um, but I think he'll spend a lot of time at the star. Um, but but I do think there'll be times he'll be a safety too. So I think um, he's going to be just a uh, you know he's going to be a football player. You know, I mean he's going right. to throw him out there and they're going to say go make plays and wherever he's lined up he'll make plays. Exactly, he'll he'll definitely make those plays wherever he's at on the field. Um, but staying in our linebacker uh, position, um, you know. Guys don't sleep on, you know, Deshaun Oliver, um, you know, expect him to um, do some things this year. But, of course, Noah Wilder's back again. Tyler Taylor is back. Um, just, Steve, can you tell us – can you talk to us about Deshaun Oliver? Because I know you were kind of high on Deshaun Oliver. Yeah, yeah. Deshaun Oliver in, in, in high school played safety at Ramsey in the Ramsey State Championship team. And just a, just a playmaker, just a guy who ran around and made plays. And, you know, he just had – he, he's had some injuries and, and, you know, it's kind of held him back a little bit. Uh, you know, I thought he was going to be a really good college football player when he came, came from Ramsey and, and I still think he will be, but I, you know, he's just had some injury issues and I thought in the spring uh, defensively, you know, I thought that the two most important things that I saw in the spring were, were the, the play of Kelly Sanders and, and Justin Thomas obviously was one and, and, and Moultrie. But I thought the other big thing in the spring was, was, uh, how good Deshaun Oliver played. I mean, I think he he showed he's ready to be, you know, the guy that we thought he was going to be. And he's um again, he's a safety in high school for the most part. I mean, he ran, you know, they lined him up a lot of different places. But so that just shows, you know, this that his, how athletic he is um, as an inside linebacker. I think he's going to, you know, he's he's a another fast kid that's going to run around and you know make plays. And and again, I just thought in the spring that I mean, I thought in the um, the one scrimmage I saw, I thought he was sensational. I mean, he he just jumped out. He made play after play. Um, he and and he made he 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 made the steady plays. You know, it wasn't like he'd make a play here and then look lost for three or four plays and then make a play. I mean, he was steady in in there, and I think that that's going to be, um, you know, that's what they need there. You know, and so I think he's going to be a guy who's really going to, you know, ha- uh, you know, play well. You know, uh, I think he's going, and that's what they need. I mean, they the, the numbers there because I sort of 
had worried about the numbers before spring because you look at it and you know you didn't know with Tyler Taylor not being here in the spring and I didn't you know nobody really knew what was what was going to happen with him because uh, you know he wasn't with them in the spring even though he was still on the roster um, you know so so you kind of wondered like oh, you know do they have enough there and I think Oliver really eased that you know and I think some other guys I mean I think you know, Will Connors probably a guy who's 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 ready to play. You know, they moved uh, Jalen Rayum inside in the spring. And I think he'll mm-hmm. stay there. You know, and he was just, you know both those guys were sensational at Thompson High School, and so you know you got some little depth now. Uh, I think that um, that's going to pay off. And you know, and then you know Noah Wilder has really grown into really a really really good you know Conference USA linebacker. Um, you know, gets after it, particularly in a running game. But I think I think one of the things that Noah Wilder has done over the, over the time is become a lot better in the pass game. I, you know, in uh, in in pass coverage. You know, I thought early on the first few few games, you know, early on during his first year, I thought he was a liability. You know, a little bit um, mm-hmm. in in the in the in the pass game. I mean, I think he showed right away he could play the run, but. You know, now I don't. I mean, I, now I think he and by, by the end of that year, I thought he was he was really good in the pass coverage game. But but you know, I think he you know he's he's a guy who just makes plays. You know, he just goes out and makes plays, and you know doesn't really call for a lot of attention. But um, you know, he just makes plays, and so I think that's huge. And I think Tyler Taylor, you know, showed us at the end, you know, toward the end or second half of, of last year's games, you know, um, mm-hmm. that, that, I mean, this guy's, this guy has a chance to be pretty special. I mean, I think that they feel like, um, you know, I mean, I, they feel like he could eventually grow into in a, you know, NFL type guy. I mean, if, you know, if he does everything right, I mean, you know, he's, he's six, three, two fifty is what they list him at. So he's a big, strong physical yeah. guy, you know, and he's getting out in the past game. I mean, he was, you know, he was a guy that, on the two point conversion that Marshall had last year um, in the second half to try to tie it, you know, he was the guy that, that got into the passing, kind of passing lane a little bit and had, and made Grant Wells sort of alter throw a little bit, which gave uh, swoops the time to get there and knock the ball down on that two point conversion. Um, he had another play in that game where they had a, uh, a little screen pass that, that was wide open and he got in, in there and knocked the ball down to, um, you know, this poor pass, but he did a good job of getting up and knocking the ball down and keeping a big play from happening there. And so, uh, you know, I think he's he's a guy that, you know, you know, we're going to see how, how how good he is this year. I think if, um, you know, just because he he really came on in the second half of last year. So, I mean, you're talking about, you know, four or five, six guys there that you really feel comfortable with, you know, and and, and um, so I don't think that you're going to see the two young kids, Kaimo Jamerson or uh, Charles Daniels, you know, um, you know, I don't think you're going to need probably see them on the field because, you know, because you got some numbers there, but, you know, I know those are two guys that they signed this year that they're excited about in the future, but I don't, I don't think they're going to have to worry about playing them or, or you'll have to play them unless there's injury. So uh, again, I started, you know, going into spring spring practice, it was a position that you just kind of, to me, concerned me a little bit, but now yeah. I, you know, now I feel pretty good about it. Okay. Well, good. Good to hear. Because I was just going to say that this was, you know, kind of our question mark on the defense, at least, you know, ending spring ball. But that's good that you've uh, kind of changed your mind on that. Yeah, and yeah. I was, well, yeah. compared to the compared to the other two, you know, compared to the front and the <laughs> secondary. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, if, if you have to pick a question mark, that's going to have to be it because those other two are so deep in experience. But uh, but I think it's going to be uh, I think, you know, I think we'll see it being a, a, a strength for sure. 
definitely. All right, well, we'll go ahead and move over to our uh, secondary. Um, now, I, I still feel that Bronte left a year early. I wish he would have came back uh, just for at least this year to have one more year. Um, but, hey, he's with the Rams, so good luck with him. And, you know, I hope that he can do some good things uh, in the NFL. Yeah, um, I mean, I hope so. I mean, I hope so. But, uh, I, yeah, and I don't know if he let – you know, I mean, I mean, he had been around a while. So, you know, and he's getting older and probably ready to go, you know, so – I think he's graduated, so I don't blame him. You know, I don't blame yeah. him. And he certainly didn't leave with a with a cupboard empty, that's for sure. No, no. But let's talk about the other guys in our uh, secondary. Now, I'm definitely excited, Steve, to get Starling Thomas back, a healthy Starling Thomas, get to see yeah. him in the secondary, um, and hopefully, you know, expect some big things out of him. Because, you know, a couple years ago, um, before he got injured last year, you know, he, he looked really well, uh, re- really good. You know, e- even though he was young, um, but we saw some glimpses of, of what he can do. So hopefully, um, you know, getting him back out, um, hopefully, you know, get to see him uh, start and get on the field a lot this year. Um, but also speaking in a secondary, you know, C.D. Daniels, senior, he's back, and T.D. Marshall. Um, just just talk a little bit about those guys. I mean, I feel like we all know <laughs> about them, yeah. but, but hey. Yeah, I mean, I think I think T.D. Marshall becomes your, your number one guy. And I think there was times – um, there was times in the past where he was a number one guy anyway, you know, I mean, and so I think that I think he made a solid, solid decision to come back for another year of uh, college football. You know, I think he has a chance or I think he will be in a camp next, uh, you know, at this time next year, he'll be in an in a NFL camp, you know, oh, trying yeah. to trying to win a job. But, I, you know, I think he's, you know, obviously he's he's uh, he's still young at the position. You know, this is, uh, you know, going into his third year now is at the position. Um, so I think it was a solid, but I, you know, I think he's been very, very good. You know, I think by the end of his first year at corner, um, he was already really, really good. And so he, he's the guy, you know, he's the guy that you, you know, looked at, he's your shut, shut down guy that you start with. And, and so that's, that, I mean, that's great. I think he's, a, and two, I think he's a leader. He's mature. I mean, he's just, he's a good guy, you know, so I think he's a great guy to have not only on in to lead the secondary, but also a great guy to have as one of your team leaders, uh, you know, and then CD Daniels has played a lot, you know, and he came in with Starling Thomas or, you know, their, their childhood friends and they kind of came together and, right. you know, so he'll, he'll, he'll be, you know, he'll, he'll be a guy that they're going to have to count on, um, you know, Mac McWilliams, I think is a guy who's really going to, you know, take a step forward this year. You know, he played a lot, he played some snaps last year. He, he got, you know, Moss, Randy Moss against, um, South Alabama where the guy went up over him, but, uh, yeah. you know, but, but, you know, I think that was, that's a great lesson. I mean, cause you know, as a cornerback, you're going to have those, I mean, you're not going to win every battle. And, and so I think that helped him, you know, I think his, his time last year, he learned from, but now I think, you know, he came, you know, he, he made big plays for him, you know, at certain times as a, as a true freshman. So I think he's going to be, you know, a guy that you, you know, you, you really, you know, have to look at, you know, I, I mean, I think we don't know exactly what they're going to do with Troy Young. Um, I think, you know, he, he, the one scrimmage I saw, he was running with the ones at corner, you know, and, and so he's a guy who's a corner safety type guy and depending on where you need him, you know, he might, um, you know, I could see him battling, uh, you know, Starling Thomas maybe for the, uh, for that spot, for that starting spot. But, but, it, it doesn't matter, kind of like uh, really this whole defense. It really doesn't matter who the starter is. I mean, it's yeah. just because because you're gonna have you know you got a lot of starter quality guys, you know. So, you know, I think that he's gonna play a lot of snaps wherever you know, and I think all of them are gonna you know they're gonna again they, 
you know, for, for Blake Schrader and Jay Simpson, you know, you gotta, yeah. you got you gotta find, uh, you know, Jay Simpson with the corners and Schrader with the, with the safeties, you got to find a way to get all these guys involved. And that's not going to be easy because there's a lot of playmakers out there, you know, and divide, uh, Bynum is back also. And he's, he's made a lot of plays. Um, so you've got a lot of really experienced corners right now that, um, that you, um, you know, you can mix and match and you can, you know, and, and Hey, let's face it. You, if you have a guy having a bad day, you know, um, you know, Hey, Hey, um, uh, Charlie Thomas had a bad day in, in the, in the new Orleans bowl. You know, he had a matchup. Yeah. We had a matchup with that big receiver that, that just, he battled his tail off, you know, but, but he just went, you know, physically the guy was a little bigger than him. You know, you've got a chance now with, with, with these guys as deep as you are that, you know, maybe, maybe if Charlie Thomas is having trouble with a more fit, you know, with a physical receiver, then, then you put, maybe you put Troy, Troy Young. Young yeah. yeah. Who's six foot two oh five and little 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 bit bigger, you yeah. know. So you have an opportunity to, you know, move guys around and and um and you know kind of fit fit into that. So that's that's a huge advantage now, right? you know. And you know, and, and Keandre Swoops, who's a guy who's played corner in the past, he's going to play the he's going to play the star position, um, and some safety. So he he's a guy that you know if you need if you need to, you could probably you could move him back to corner at times. Um, so, you know, he's another guy who's proven to make some you know, big plays for him. So, man, you, you just talking about a, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of guys there at corner and heck they, and they probably have more safety, you know, I mean, that's yeah. the thing. as deep as they are there, they might even be deeper and better at safety, which is hard to, hard to say. Definitely. Definitely. Well, I mean, we can go ahead and uh, talk about those safeties if you want. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, you know, we mentioned, you know, Mo earlier, but, you know, you don't forget about Grayson Cash back there, too. Well, to me, to me, to, um, Grayson Cash was great. But, I mean, to me, the two, you got Chris Mo, you got Dijon Turner. Dijon Turner yeah. has been one of the steadiest, uh, best defenders in this conference for the last two years at least, maybe three, but definitely two, that you don't really hear a lot about. He just goes out and he makes plays. And, and you know, he he's – um. He's been great at the star. Um, um, you know, he's probably going to play more of a safety this year. But you know, his his um, he's an underrated cover guy. Uh, he's a guy that can come up and 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 play the run as as you know as well as anybody. You know, in that secondary. Um, you know, I so I I think you know when him and Mole, you know, I think they're different type players, but but they're both around the football. You 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 know, you go back and watch. Any game last year that Dijon played in, I mean, you you watch. Now he didn't play in the Rice game, but you go back and watch the the Marshall game, and he's around the football constantly. Yeah, and and he's he's making plays and you know knocking passes down. And so I think you kind of start as good as as good as the the, the safety position is, um, you know. And you got you've got two All Conference type players in Demond Miller from last year, Demond Miller and Will Bowler. Will Bowler two straight years. And then Grayson Cash, who who was who who's fits right in there, and actually had beaten Demon Miller out. You know, he just had some injury problems. But you, you know, you, you, as good as they are there, to me, it starts back there with with whatever you do with Mole and mm-hmm. and then Dijon Turner. And see, that's the other thing about that's great about Dijon Turner is if you want to move Mole around, say you do, say for you know you move. I mean, you can you can slot Dijon back in that star linebacker, and um, and don't not miss a beat, you know? And, um, so it's, 
the versatility there's there's going to be tremendous. But the other three guys, like I say, Demond Miller, I thought by the end of the year was was just tremendous. You know, I'm, I mean, just um, just I just thought he was steady all all the way through. Will Bowler has been great for two years. You don't you know you don't really talk a lot about him because there's so many other guys, but he's a guy that just quietly makes plays. You know, doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Just goes out and makes plays. And then Grayson Cash is you know very athletic and runs around and makes plays very, you know, very heady player also. And he just had some injury problems last year, you know, and, yeah. and so, so, but those three guys are as good as, you know, as good a safety group as, um, you know, as anybody returning. And then you add, you know, and, and you had Turner and, and mole kind of in the safety group there and, and nobody has the depth and, and talent as UAB does at that position. You know, and 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 that's not including Damian Miller. I think Damian Miller in the yeah. spring. I mean, I thought in spring he looked tremendous. I mean, he looked big and running around make plays. I could see him, uh, you know, maybe eventually playing like a star position too if they if they need him there. You know, and and so, you know, I think him and then I mean, I think Jalen Key, Monterius Turner, uh, you know, those guys have, um, you know, and Xavier Lanier. I think Xavier Lanier might. Uh, I think they have them at safety now, but I mean, those guys have played a lot too, and they'll be big special teams guys, but there'll be guys that also can play defensively for you also. So it's a, it's, it's a deep and very, very good position. Definitely. And, and it just seems, you know, a common theme throughout this defense is just depth, depth and depth. Like, yeah. I mean, this is, this team, this defense is so deep. I mean, this is by far the best defense in conference USA, I think, but I mean, I can expect them to be up there in the top 15 in the nation, you know, if they play to what they think, what we think they can. I mean, you know, they've shown in years past how good they are. So definitely just expect more, uh, just good things out of this defense uh, this year, for sure, for the Blazers. Um, but I, I think we hit on all the positions, Steve. I, I think I checked off everything. Yeah, yeah we okay. got it. Yeah, yeah, we, we got them all. We talked about a lot of people. And that's, <laughs> the thing. that's the thing, but, but I think that's the key to this thing is, is we're going to be talking about a lot of people all the way through the year, you know, yes. and it's, again, it's not going to be one of those that, you know, you have two linebackers with a hundred tackles no. and, and, you know, I mean, it's, it's going to be guys just making plays wherever they need to make plays. And, and, um, and, and again, I just think the versatility of it is what's, what's the key. I mean, if something's not working, with one way they're doing it, they, they can switch to another way because I just think they have those type of those type of guys, and they're going to get after it. I would be shocked if they're not in the top, you know, certainly the top three in in the conference in sacks. I mean, I think you know, uh, I mean, I kind of expect them to be first, but yeah, um, but you know, certainly in the top three, um, you know, I think they're going to be one of the best one of the best pass defenses in in the conference because of what they have, you know, and and that's not to say hey, they're you know. They're going to be challenged against Liberty, you know, and 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 they're going to be challenging some some conference games, and they're going to be challenged against, you know, UTSA, and and there's some challenges there. There's going to be some. I mean, we said in the offensive preview, there's going to be a game or two where they're going to have to win it with their offense, just because even as great as they are on defense, you know, I just think there's, you know, they're facing some some pretty talented groups. So, uh, you know, but but again, I just think that. There's so many guys that, you know, that, that, and you, you touched on earlier, so many guys and really throughout that would start somewhere else that are not starting here, you know? Right. And so, um, but that, again, it's a, it's going to be tough to figure out the playing time for these coaches, but that's a great problem to have. 
Definitely, definitely. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the special team, Steve. Um, Trey Raglan, I know if you're listening, you, you're waiting yeah. for us to hit on that. But yeah. uh, how about uh, Kyle Greenwell getting the preseason Conference USA honors for, um, you know, for our punter? Um, you know, it's one of those things like, hey, you know, the, it's great to have a good punter, but really don't want to see him a whole lot. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 hope he, I hope he punts none you know I mean, <laughs> right. we never see him but 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 nah but but i mean but that's a weapon too though so that's you know it especially is. especially when you're that good defensively you know um you know when, when he when you can play field position with with a guy like that and i think he's gotten better and better you know as, as every season went on and he made some big kick he made some big kicks in the championship game i thought there was a few times in the championship game where he you know, he had to flip the field a little bit, and uh, you know, he did it, and and I think in the Rice game also. So, he's he's turned into a weapon, you know, and and he's he's. I mean, both specialists, you know, Matt Quinn, you know, um, yeah, Lee, did he make some big kicks of that championship? Yes, game. he did. I mean, yes, my goodness, you know, and and he was a guy who was kind of quiet, you know, during the year. You just really never, you know, thought much about him, and you know, and a lot of it, you know, you had to, you know, you were so good there. For the last three, three or four seasons, um, you know, with Nick Vogel, that you know, you just kind of sort of held your breath, like is the next guy going to do what Nick Vogel did? And I, you know, like again, that championship game, he was, he was, um, he was a very valuable part of that game, you know, no doubt. Definitely, and a lot of people don't realize. I mean, when it's like freezing cold. That ball turns no. into an ice block. So. Oh, it does. It does. You know, and and you're talking about you know 40 plus yard kicks that you know, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and, and and the wind's blowing and 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 it just it's miserable out there. And and he he stepped up. Now he stepped up and was 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 a big part of that win. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, great, great to have uh, Matt Quinn back. And you know, also when you're taking a look at the roster. Um, how about Ty Long's younger brother, Caden Long, yeah. um, as a punter behind Kyle Greenwell? I mean, it's great to have another Long in the uh, Blazer program. Yeah, I mean, that, that was really excited when, you know, I, I know he's, he was talked a lot about coming here and was being recruited and that type of thing. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a guy that, um, you know, Ty was such a so, – you know, he was more than just a, you know, just a punter and kicker. And, and, and I don't yeah. mean that, you know, in a bad way toward punter no. and kickers because I think that's a very important position. But – he was just a just such an emotional leader type guy and a leader type guy. A lot of times, you know, some of the some of the punter and kids, and I think UAB's been blessed with that. I thought Swayze Waters, you know, years ago was that kind of guy. You know, I thought Trey was a leader when he was there. Um, you know, uh, Mullins was uh, Hunter Mullins was a leader when you know that type. You know, so I think they've been blessed with that kind of guy. But but Ty was you know Ty was a tough guy, and you know, I mean, hey, he's an NFL kicker. Our punter, but punter kicker, you know, he's kicked some too, but I'm in the NFL yeah. punter. And that's a hard spot to, you know, you're talking about, you know, there's only one or two of those on, you know, de- depending on if the guy can do both, you know, uh, on the NFL team, that's a hard spot to make. And, and, you know, so he's, he's, he's telling the guy. And I think that again, this, 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 this program has been blessed with some great punters and, and kickers over the years for a long time, you know, back to guys that made big kicks and, from, you know, way back when, you know, and, and so I think that, um, obviously, you know, Nick Vogel was, was, was one of those guys you mentioned, but I think that, that, uh, Quinn has a chance to be that before he's out of here, you know, with seeing what he did in the championship game and Greenwell has been one of the, you know, very steady, you know, over the years. And so, yeah, 
they're blessed, you know, they're blessed to have these guys, no doubt. Definitely. And another vital part of the kicking game is the long snapper position. And, you know, we do lose a really, really good one, you know, that we've had the last couple of years, um, you know, losing Jacob Fuqua, um, you know, to, you know, he, you know, he's decided to go pro, um, but we've got a couple good guys uh, that, you know, this year, um, you know, you look at, uh, I believe, didn't, uh, and I, I'm probably going to mispronounce his name, but Kazia, didn't he long snap in the Marshall game? He did. And, and that, that was a great thing that, you know, he, he had never had a single snap in, in a college <laughs> game. And he comes in a championship game on a cold night. And, um, and, and honestly, you know, he, he got some, you know, the, we talked about it on the radio and the, and the TV talked about it, but if you didn't know that Jacob Fuca wasn't there, you would, you know, you, you wouldn't have seen any difference. I mean, he was, he was steady and, you know, in, in some big situations now. Yeah. And so that, that was, that was big for him going forward. Uh, you know, I, you know, I don't know if he'll, if he'll win the job or not, but I, you know, going forward, he's kind of proven himself. You know, Xander Eccles was a guy that um, a oh, recruit from Chelsea, re- yeah. from Chelsea a recruit coming in. I think mm. it's going to be, you know, a guy that, that they really like at that at that spot too. And so I think there's going to be some competition there. Uh, but you know, with goal, I mean, to come in in that in that situation in that championship game on a night like that and do what he did, you know, that that you certainly have some confidence with him going into camp. Definitely. And one last thing on special teams, you know, uh, Myron Mitchell, where, um, you know, he caught, you know, punts and, you know, kick, kickoffs. Do we expect Starling Thomas to come in and be the returner? returner yeah. This year? Okay. Yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll definitely be, I think they'll be, be their, you know, first kick returner, um, kickoff returner, especially. I think he'll be back there with probably, uh, I think TD Marshall might be back there. You know, you got um, Damian Miller was dynamic in high school as a, as a returner. Uh, trying to think of who else is, uh, there's a few other guys I think that were, were, were good. You know, I think Jermaine Brown might be a guy that's kind of returned some kicks, uh, punt returner will probably be TD Marshall, or it could be, uh, Ryan Davis. You know, I thought Ryan Davis, yeah. you know, I mean, I saw him some in the spring and he, you know, he's a guy, he's kind of, he reminds you a little bit as a returner of, uh, as, as Colin Lisa was where a guy that's going to catch everything and really going to get. You know, he, he's going to make some plays, you know, uh, he's, he's not just a guy who's going to catch it, but he's guys going to make some plays, but he's, but the first thing is he's going to catch it and keep these rolls, you know, and kind of, and I think that's big, you know, that's, that's yeah. a, that's a hidden yardage stuff. Um, but I think certainly Starling Thomas will be another guy that they, that has an opportunity back there and probably a couple other guys. But uh, I think, um, I think the return game has, has, has a potential to be pretty good. You know, I think that there's some guys that um, that can make plays there, you know, and, and you know, we'll see who it's going to be because I think there's some, like I said, there's some guys, but um, uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, seeing that, that part of it uh, because I think there's some pretty good, pretty good talent back there. Definitely. Well, that's good to hear. Well, guys, we are just a couple days away from fall camp starting on August the 3rd. And like Steve said at the beginning of the episode, we are counting down until, you know, we get to get the ball in the field and get it going again. Um, But definitely make sure that you guys are subscribed to us, to to our podcast on a platform, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Radio, wherever your favorite uh, platform is, make sure that you're subscribed and following us. So that way you do not miss an episode when we drop it. It just goes automatically to your device. 
But also make sure that you're following us on Twitter um, at twitter.com slash blazer pod. Give us a follow. But on that note, guys, we'll see you back in just a couple days. We'll try to get something out right before uh, fall camp um, to just, you know, celebrate fall camp starting. And, you know, can't wait to kick it off in just a few weeks down in Montgomery against Jacksonville State. But on that note, guys, we'll see you guys real soon. Go Blazers.